Just below Charleston, South Carolina, lies a small laid-back island that locals adore. Edisto Island is a nice escape from the city life and can be a peaceful retreat. In the mid-1800s, Julia Seabrook Laguerre visited family on Edisto Island, hoping for the same peace and tranquility Edisto is famous for. However, she fell into a coma from diphtheria. She never regained consciousness and after a medical exam was pronounced dead. She was not embalmed, so her body was entombed in the Laguerre family mausoleum at the local Presbyterian church later the same day. It wasn't until 15 years later when another Laguerre family member passed. Upon opening the door to the mausoleum, Julia's remains were found crumpled on the floor. She had been buried alive. The family was devastated and visited the cemetery frequently. With each visit, the crypt door was always open. Family and clergymen continued to close it, not knowing why it was open to begin with. Chains and locks were placed on the door, but were always found busted and broken with the door open again. Finally, an industrial door was placed on the mausoleum. Only heavy equipment would be able to open it, yet when they came back, it was found unhinged. Any concrete or blocks were always found crumpled on the ground. Many felt that there was no need to close the crypt. Julia refused to be trapped again. To this day, there is no door, and it seems Julia is finally at peace with that. Before you enter Edisto Island, there's a small town in South Carolina called Adams Run. On Parker's Ferry Road, located just off Highway 17 in the Jacksonboro community, a mysterious light has been seen by many for years. The light appears to be from a swinging lantern. Legend says in the late 19th century, a local preacher went out at night searching for his missing daughter. He was tragically struck by a train and killed. Seems he is still trying to find his daughter, even in the afterlife. Many people see the swinging light accompanied by the shrill sound of a train whistle. No one knows what happened to his daughter or if she was ever found. Some skeptics pass the light off as swamp gas. That's where phosphine and methane can spontaneously ignite and have a bioluminescent glow. Locals will drive out to the woods, flash their lights, and wait to see the eerie glow of the swinging lantern. So what do you think? Is it swamp gas? Or is that preacher still looking for his daughter? Between Charleston, South Carolina and Savannah, Georgia, lies Beaufort, South Carolina. And just outside of Beaufort is an old Native American town called Yemassee. The old Sheldon Church ruins is located on four and a half acres just off Highway 17 in Yemassee. The church was originally built between 1745 and 1753 as Prince William's Parish Church. The Greek Revival style chapel was burned in 1779 by the British during the Revolutionary War. It was rebuilt in 1826 and then burned yet again 
by General Sherman during the Civil War. Buried inside the ruins is Colonel William Bull. He, along with General Oglethorpe, established the physical layout for Savannah, Georgia in 1733. While there are no reports of Colonel Bull haunting the grounds, there are reports of a woman in a brown, pilgrim-style dress standing over a young child's grave. Anne Bull Hayward was buried on the grounds in 1857 at the age of 38. She had only one child, and many believe she is still grieving the loss of that child. Reports of loud and heavy footsteps and flashing lights are frequently noted as well. Many feel overcome with sorrow near the tombstone of Anne. Between the Spanish moss-filled oaks and the large brick columns and the church shell, Sheldon Church is a quiet place to visit and indulge in the history of the grounds that go far back. Frogmore is a community on St. Helena Island near Beaufort, South Carolina, filled with rich Gullah influence. Famous for its Frogmore stew of potatoes, corn on the cob, sausage, and seafood like shrimp or crab, this area has some of the most amazing culture, heritage, and of course food. In 1740, rice and cotton planters who lived too far from Beaufort wanted a local house of worship, so the farmers built a chapel of ease on Land's End Road. The building was constructed of tabby, which is lime from burned oyster shells mixed with sand, water, ash, and other shells. The church seemed to glow white from the tabby. The Spanish and English of the area used tabby for buildings and roads as far back as the 1600s. In 1861, the chapel was abandoned when planters were forced to evacuate because of Union troops. The Union soldiers used the building as a sanctuary by Methodist freedmen during the Civil War. The Chapel of Ease, or Shell Church as many know it, has haunted many throughout the years. Eliza and Edgar Fripp, the namesake of the gated private Fripp Island, are buried in the cemetery there. The Fripp Crypt would be sealed but only found open with bricks stacked beside it the next day. Many visitors hear whispers and soft prayers spoken throughout the property. A woman in white holding a child in her arms has frequently been spotted. Some thoughts as to the mysterious woman is Sarah Scott, whose daughters Caroline Mary, three, and Adeline Matilda, five, died two days apart. Also, two infants named Anna Catherine and Sarah Jenkins Pope died in 1856 and 1853. I know if I lost my children on earth, I would spend eternity holding them as well. Often singing can be heard around the chapel, most likely from days of worship years ago. Names being shouted has also been documented. I feel the Shell Church property has even more stories to tell than we even know. Why don't you go see for yourself? Thank you so much for listening to our very first podcast of Southern Legends and Lies. Find us on Facebook, share some stories with us, or give me some ideas of what I can look into. Let me know about your legends or the things that you just think are lies. 
See y'all next time.